This is Brain Diet, episode number 98. I love so much focusing on the food we feed our body, but I love even more focusing on the stuff we feed our brain. My name is Taylor Ann Macy, and I am a certified life coach. Welcome to Brain Diet, where we feed your brain the best information. What's up, everybody? Welcome to this episode of Brain Diet. I'm really happy to be here. I'm glad you are here. I'm glad you're listening. How is your new year going? Mine is going wonderfully. I love the energy of the new year. There's something that's just really exciting about it for me. And I am just so thrilled about the potential that we have at this time of year. Anyway, we are talking about when you have taken steps backward in your health. I want you to think about your goals, the things that you want to change in your life, and whether this is relative to New Year's resolutions, things you've just recently set, or if this is just something in general, think about something in your life that you have the desire to change or shift or create more of or create less of, right? Like something that's different than what currently is. We all have these things. We all have these things in our life that we perhaps want to be different. When we set out in pursuit of these changes, whatever they may be, there is always an inevitable failure. There is always that moment where we aren't able to follow through with what it is we had set with the, whatever the intention was. So in the context of weight loss, for example, those physical goals, perhaps this is eating off plan. Let's say you made a plan for what you're going to eat the following day and you didn't follow it right? Okay, this is your first failure. Perhaps if you don't have a plan, you just ate in a way that wasn't in alignment with your goals. You're like, okay, this is what I want to do for myself. And this is how I want to eat. And we have that day, that moment, that meal, whatever that is, where we don't eat in alignment with what our goals are. This could also be missing a workout like, okay, I want to work out this many times a week, or I want to do this type of workout and we don't do it. Or even if you are tracking your macros and you don't hit them, We all have these failures, whether it is a single event like this, like a single workout we missed, or if this is over a span of time where we aren't in alignment with the things that we want to change in our life, this really does happen to all of us. So it doesn't really make sense for us to expect that we aren't going to encounter these types of failures. If we don't pay attention to these moments where we fail, we end up getting in our own way and prevent ourselves even more from changing what it is we want to change or achieving what it is that we want to achieve. It's obviously so important to pay attention to the things that are working, to give yourself credit when you do follow through, to give yourself credit when you do something that's hard, when an easier option was available. Like we have to nurture and really pay attention to the successes and the wins. But I also believe we have to give equal attention to the things that don't work so that we can learn from them, understand them, and use them in our favor as we move forward, rather than use them as evidence against ourselves that we cannot continue. So whether you have a specific moment of failure, of something that didn't go in alignment with what you wanted, or if you have a span of time, I want to recommend we start by just getting really factual about a specific example, right? Even if you have a lot of examples, just choose one of when you weren't quite in alignment with what you want for yourself. Get really specific about what happened. And then I want you to ask yourself, what do you make it mean that this happened? 
I ate off my plan. What do you make that mean? I missed this workout. What do you make that mean? What you make it mean is crucial in terms of whether or not you will allow yourself to continue or you will stop yourself, like I mentioned. What you make it mean when this type of thing happens is what determines whether or not you get in your own way. So what I want to do today is I have a couple of thoughts that I've received from multiple clients when we have encountered the same problem, which again, every one of us encounters these failures. Thus, we can learn from one another and we can also accept that we are human and not make it mean that we are hopeless. So I've gathered some of the most common things that I hear when we encounter things like this from my clients and also in my own brain. And I want to break it down a little bit in hopes that if you have these same thoughts, that you will be able to recognize them and potentially deconstruct them so that you can, like I said, get out of your own way in terms of achieving the goals and results that you want in your life. So here is the first thought that I encounter when clients come up against a failure like this. It is, I've gone backwards. We will have made a plan for what to eat and we don't follow it. That's just the information. That's just the data. But we look at that data and we make it mean I've gone backwards. But is it really true that having a plan and not following through with it, does that really mean that you've gone backwards? When it comes to health, I think of it as a journey that you started the day that you were born. And now you are just on year X day Y. <laughs> you are on a continually forward moving trajectory in your health. It isn't possible for us to go backwards in our health. We are just moving forward in a specific direction. If you are running a marathon and you encounter an unforeseen obstacle, it does not take away from the miles that you have already run. It just puts an obstacle in front of you and then you have to decide who you want to be with that obstacle. My husband, Ben, I have mentioned this on the podcast and every time I talk about it, I just get so baffled why humans do this to themselves, but he has run a 50 mile race twice and he just signed up for another one this year. Why? I don't know. I really don't get it. And I actually love running, but I don't get it. Regardless, on one of these races, I remember hearing that there was such difficult terrain that some of the racers got off course. And it wasn't clearly marked enough to where they got off course. And eventually they were able to get back on the correct course. And I was so amazed because by the time they got back onto the correct race path, it wasn't like, oh, what do I do now? I went the wrong way. I guess I can't finish. It was like all of these racers were so inspirational with how they were like, all right, well, I'm back on track. What do I want to do now? Who do I want to be? I want to be a person that finishes this race. I want to be a person that, that runs even harder and is more strategic and make sure to pay even closer attention so that I can finish this race in a way that is amazing. Now, I am not at all saying that your health needs to be a specifically marked path. What I am saying is that you are always moving in a direction. And if you encounter an obstacle that you didn't anticipate, like a failure that you weren't really thinking would happen, then instead of making it mean that you've gone backwards, decide who do you want to be now? Like, okay, I didn't follow my plan today. Why is that relevant to who I want to be tomorrow? Who do I want to be tomorrow? How can I better prepare myself to follow through with what I want to do? Take a close look at the data, at the information that you are looking at, that you are interpreting as backwards. Like these racers looked at going off the path and they didn't think, oh, I've gone backwards. It was like, okay, I went off the path and now I found it. Now I'm just going to focus on the future. I'm going to focus on finishing this race rather than what went wrong. 
So if you get on the scale and the number has gone in whatever you deem as the quote unquote wrong direction, or if you miss a workout, or if you put food in your mouth that you weren't initially planning to eat, that's just information. That in and of itself isn't a problem until you make it one by thinking about it in such a way that prevents you from just moving forward and staying focused on the future and who you want to be tomorrow rather than what went wrong in the past. There is no such thing as backwards in your health. There is only moving forward. And there is only facing the information and learning from it if you need to, but otherwise not giving it more mental energy than you need to. You haven't gone backwards and you can't even start over. Did you know this? Health is always just changing and adjusting. So you never actually start over. You are never at square one. You are just at the next step in your marathon. The second thought that I hear often, and I heard this actually a couple of times, just even in the last couple of weeks, is clients saying, I just want to get back on track. So it was like after the holidays, they were coming back and saying, I just want to get back on track. A thought like this implies that being off track is bad, but is it? When I think about health, I don't think about a specific track and being on it or off it. I think that there are certain times in our life where we have the volume turned up on certain things. Like, have you ever looked at a DJ with their, what is it called? Like a DJ board? I don't know what that's called. Sound, sound thing, whatever. Anyway, when you look at those DJs and they have all of those dials and those things that they are constantly adjusting depending on the song, I don't know how it works, but you know what I'm talking about, right? That's kind of the way that I like to think about health and lifestyle and what it is that we are focusing on. There are certain times in our life where we want the volume turned up on some things and we want the volume turned down on other things. For many of us during the holiday season, we want the volume turned up on being with family and we want the volume turned down on focusing on specifically what it is that we're eating. And that doesn't mean that one is at the expense of the other. It just means that the volume, how much focus we are putting towards each is just adjusted a little bit. So if you have certain health goals and maybe in the past you have had the volume turned up on other areas instead, instead of making it mean that something has gone wrong and that you are off a track, just take ownership over the fact that maybe you turned the volume up on other things in your life and that is absolutely okay. Life is much better when you're in control of the volume rather than trying to stay on this metaphorical track that doesn't actually exist. When you can own, oh, I just turned up the volume on other things, it feels less disempowering. When you feel like you've just fallen off track, it's almost as if it happened to you, as if you're just a victim to what happened and you had no control over it, which the great news is you have all of the control. And sometimes it's a little bit more of a subconscious choice, but when you can think about it and reflect on it and decide on purpose, no, I was deciding to just turn the volume up on these things and maybe adjust the volume lower on these other things. And now I can decide what do I want my volume levels to be? The next thought that I hear is, a failure will happen and someone will say, I'll never be able to do this. I'm not going to be able to do this. Like if I'm failing, I'm never going to be able to do this. We take these failures and we use it as evidence against ourselves and our own capabilities. And this is what's so funny because I see this in all of my clients and I see this in myself. We all do this where we have these failures and we're almost surprised by them. (laughs) We're like, wait a minute, what just happened? This shouldn't have happened. I was expecting perfection. But How can we possibly expect perfection when we know that it's never been achieved in a health journey? It seems really silly that we expect to not fail. Thus, when we are caught off guard in this way because we aren't expecting to fail, of course it makes sense that we would make it mean I'll never be able to do this. But that's not true. The truth is you can do it and you will mess up a lot and you will still be able to do it. One of my favorite things in the world is to do jigsaw puzzles and... 
most of the time, when I am trying to fit pieces, I fail 10 times before I am able to like lock it into where it's supposed to go. And sometimes even more. I don't go into doing a jigsaw puzzle expecting that every piece that I have in my hand is going to fall perfectly next to the correct piece and that I'm never going to have to guess and check and try and fail and spend some time thinking about it. Honestly, I don't think jigsaw puzzles would be as fun to do if it were that straightforward. I think half the fun and half the enjoyment is just allowing it to be messy, allowing myself to fail and not making it mean that I can't do it. Rather, I just look at it and enjoy the process and know that, yeah, I'll get to where I want to go. I'll finish the puzzle when I finish the puzzle, but I can actually enjoy the process and expect failures. I can expect that I won't be able to find where pieces go maybe for a while. A health journey that is filled with mistakes and imperfection that you continue to move forward from makes health so much easier because then you drop that expectation of perfection and allow yourself to be human and still stay in pursuit of the health goals that you want. It's like I can make mistakes and I still can take care of myself and I still can be a healthy person even when I make mistakes. Health isn't achieved by perfection, it's just achieved by consistency. So I want to offer you some tips today. Those are the thoughts that I have seen, those three thoughts most commonly as people have gone through health journeys and weight loss journeys. And I want to just offer a couple of tips today for if this is you, if you've had those thoughts or if you've had other thoughts, where to start, what to do, things to consider as you move forward. Tip number one is to zoom out a little bit. Now, depending on our goals in life, sometimes it really does help for us to zoom in on just the very next thing. What can I focus on that's happening right now? How can I focus on just the next thing? Other times it can be really helpful for us to zoom all the way out. So if you have made some type of mistake, I would highly recommend zooming out, moving into the future a little bit, going to that version of you that exists five years down the road and think about that version and what that version would tell you. What would the person five years down the road tell you in this moment? Like, okay, you didn't follow your plan today. Is that relevant to what you want to create in five years? When you can interpret all of your mistakes from the future version of you, they become so much less important. Whereas when you go to the past, you can probably find a lot of evidence as to why this failure is going to ultimately be your demise. (laughs) But I promise you it's not. So stop going to your past to interpret your mistakes and instead go to that future version of you and interpret all of your mistakes from that perspective. The next tip is no matter what has happened, again, if it is a singular event or if over time you just really haven't been living in alignment with what you want, is to be 1% better. This last year, 2021, I read Atomic Habits by James Clear and he said habits are the compound interest of self-improvement. If you can get just 1% better at something each day, by the end of a year, you will be 37 times better. So what that means is that in order to change your health, it doesn't take an entire lifestyle overhaul. Sure, there are different factors that contribute to health, but in order to make a change right now, in order to jumpstart your nutrition right now, you can change your habits by 1% and improve your health. So whether that is just focusing on getting your water today, or focusing on five minutes of stretching today, there really is no wrong place to start except doing nothing at all. Most times what happens is once you get rolling on something, it makes it easier to throw in something extra. Like sometimes just committing to stretching for five minutes makes it easier to stretch for 10 minutes. 
Whereas before, if you had said initially, I want to stretch for 10 minutes, it might have seemed like too much. Thus, when you can start with something so small that you can deem doable, it makes it easier to have that momentum rolling, to already have the motivation in place, to then continue and keep going and take even more steps. Now, sometimes that momentum might not come and you might just do the five minutes of stretching, but regardless, you have changed your efforts by 1%. You have been better by 1% today and that compounds over time. The last tip that I have is to eliminate a finish line. Instead of focusing on a finish line, on an end goal, we focus on where the volume is turned up and why. Because at different stages of life, we're going to have different levels of volume in different areas. So thus, making the decision now to say in this moment, the volume is going to be turned up on this, and this isn't going to be something that I finish. Health is a lifestyle that you develop over years. That's why health is an ever forward moving of steps. It's not a marathon that starts and finishes at some point. It's always moving in a direction. Health is like a house. It will always get messy. Like when you're living in a house, it's always going to get messy. And instead of making the mess mean that you're doing it wrong, you just clean it up when it needs cleaning up. The mess in a house when you're living in it never ends. And that's okay. That's what life is supposed to be. And that's what health is. There are always things that need to be cleaned up and it doesn't mean you're doing it wrong. It just means you're living a life. You can set dates for health goals for sure. There's no problem with that. But if it becomes a race to get there and then to be done, the finish line isn't serving a useful purpose for you because essentially it's saying, I want to make this change so then I can go back to how I used to be. And health is meant to be a way of saying, what can I do now that I'm willing to do forever? So if you notice a get there and I'm done attitude, then I would suggest altering your goals. Do things that make you happy and that you wouldn't mind doing forever. That's where true health change occurs because you're willing to do something over the course of time. My direction and goal right now is just to live around my maintenance calorie intake and push my numbers at the gym. I'm not in the space of trying to lose weight or gain weight and I'm really happy having the volume set on that goal right now. And maybe as I move forward, I will adjust the volume. I'm sure I will. But right now, I'm really happy with where I'm at. And I have the volume turned up on other areas of my life. And that feels good to be the master of my soundboard, right? <laughs> as opposed to feeling like it's just happening to me. So those are the tips that I have for you today. I want you to remember that it is impossible to go backward in your health. It's simply a subjective idea. So wherever you are, however much you have failed, instead of believing that you're stuck, that you'll never be able to do it, that you've moved backwards, just focus on who you want to be now. What is your next obstacle? How can you turn the volume up on things that you love, that you want to turn up the volume on? How can you be 1% better? And how can you zoom out a little bit and consider yourself in five years and what advice that person would give you? I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week and I will talk to you soon. Hey, do you have a coach guiding you through your weight journey? If not, I would be so thrilled to be yours. I want to invite you to come work with me in my private one-on-one -on -one program, where I create an individualized plan for you based on your body in order to create the results that you want. I teach you how to not even want the foods that are sabotaging your physical goals, all while learning how to be more confident, how to feel better, and how to up-level your life. We work to create the body that you want and to feel good doing it. To sign up for a free mini session with me, check out the link in the show notes. I'll see you soon.